to the inquisitive nobody i'm your host martini jean this is where i discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective even though our perspectives might not be shared all right everyone what is going on what is going on today is the day finally 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 i finally made it even though I'm still super late because the new season of Married at First Sight has already started and I'm three episodes away, but I don't care. I finally made it. I finally made it to the last episode. We made it. Thank you for listening to uh, this slow-ass podcast getting getting to this point, but thank you. Um, much appreciated. Much appreciated. I love everybody who's listening to me ramble on about these 10 people that I don't know in real life, but think that I do. (laughs) All right, so let's get to it. I think it's going to be a pretty short episode because I'm just going to get, well, I definitely have, of course, my handy dandy notebook. I have my notes, but but even though it was a two-hour episode, it was still pretty uh, quick. We don't really need to go into semantics and stuff. I know you want to know who stayed together and who is not together. (laughs) All right, so let's get to it. Today's episode is Married at First Sight, Season 11, Episode 16. We need to get a divorce, all right? Decision day today. All right, the first couple up is Amelia and Bennett. So pretty much what they do with this show is recap pretty much the entire season. And of course, this season they kept emphasizing is the most unique season because they the couples have stayed two months after they were supposed to because they were only supposed to do eight weeks it's an eight week experiment but they did 16 because of covid and they had to stop production and all that stuff so everybody on this season got an extra two months of what it would be like to marry this person and of course like i said before for some people it was an advantage because they might not have stayed together um if they if it was eight weeks and some people probably wanted to stay together but then they found out like you know what nah I'm good so I'm glad that we had these extra eight weeks so let's get to it so with Amelia and Bennett well with all the couples obviously we start with Amelia and Bennett they chronicle the entire season their ups and downs and all that good stuff and they have each uh, member of the couple say nice things uh, about each other while they're recapping with um, but you know scenes that correlate with what they're talking about so with Amelia Amelia says that Bennett is a beautiful man he's insanely creative he can turn the most mundane moments into a hilarious performance he disappears into his own world Bennett has a very groovy sense of style he is self-reliant and then uh Bennett says, you know, some things about Amelia, but I didn't want to write everything down. But he says that she's always laughing. She's a great musician. With his, with her songs, she, he uh, he calms down. She calms down his crying. So I thought that was uh, interesting. And so they're talking with each other about, you know, the ups and downs. But, but they really didn't have any downs. The only two things was where Bennett was going mean, to, not Bennett, where Amelia was going to move, which was Virginia. And also the last thing was that she came on this show because of, uh, just because of the reality TV aspect. And he was, a, he was kind of concerned about that because of course he was putting his life into this woman's hands and leaving his childhood home to go live with her only on a whim just because you wanted to go on reality tv you know so um those were the only real uh hesitations but uh amelia and bennett said yes but even before they said yes uh, was it before was it after no no no, it it was definitely before it was right before uh bennett uh gets up from the couch um, oh, yeah, they meet in this room and the experts are there. So the experts tell them a varied, varied questions and the couples answer them and whatever. And then they say, okay, so now's the time. Do you want to uh, stay married or you want to get a divorce? So, of course, Amelia and Bennett say yes. But before they, they said yes, um, yeah, sorry, I'm completely going backwards. <laughs> but uh, Bennett gets up from the couch and he 
everybody's like, okay, what what's going on? Because he says, oh, I have a surprise for you. And Amelia's like, okay, show it to me. And then everyone's like, okay, what, what what's going on? And then he's uh, Bennett starts unbuckling his belt, and people are like, is is he taking off his pants? <laughs> and he's like, wait, wait, like don't don't freak out, don't freak out. So he takes his pants like halfway down to see his side, you know, the side of his, well, not the side of his butt, like on his hips, his hips, there you go, his hips, and on his right hip is a tattoo of Amelia's initials, AF, and everyone's like, what, oh my god, you're going, what, that's insane, and Amelia's like, what, she looks, and she's just, she's surprised, and like over the moon, and she's like, well, I mean, and he's like, yeah, so I got that. And so, you know what my answer is? My answer is yes. And for Amelia, she's like, yeah, my my answer is yes. <laughs> so they're together. Boom. Everything is cool. And um, uh, of course, Pastor Cal pops the champagne. He's so happy. And of course, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, Dr. Pepper Schwartz is extremely happy because she was the one who ultimately decided on that couple and she was very she was very uh, for that couple to um survive because they were so good for each other and yeah yeah i believe they are probably one if not the best couple that they've ever had the best match sorry that they've ever had on that show they are just quintessentially good together they're 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 amazing all right, so the next is surprise, surprise, Olivia and Brett. So the the the, the people that have uh, clocked out, they checked out two weeks prior, so they've just been chilling. So this is pretty much, so this ceremony for them is just to pretty much confirm that they are indeed divorced, that they want a divorce, but this is to just get everything out, you know, and um, what's it called, uh. Brett said something very interesting which I think echoes a lot of people's sentiment and uh, whether I don't know whether it's to Twitter or stuff like that because I never I never uh watched it oh I, I would never I never got caught up um watching it in real time so I can see the proper Twitter uh comments but um with with me and and also the 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 other recap show that I watch, uh, the bald and the beautiful, they recap um, uh, married at first sight and and other shows too, and they other do they do other things. It's on YouTube. Please go watch them. They have great reviews and great recaps. It's very it's extremely funny. So it's on a, it's called the bald and the beautiful. It's two married couples, and it's with um, Miss Kev on stage. It's on her, um youtube so it's you know uh, is it mrs yeah mrs kev on stage so it's m-r-s-k-e-v-o-n-s-t-a-g-e mrs kev on stage and with her husband kev on stage who's, who's a comedian and then they have that chick angel and her husband uh marcus so great great uh for some very funny stuff so please go listen to them too but um brett says that uh, that olivia was obsessed with having a husband as opposed to having me as a husband and we've all pretty much said that that olivia just wanted somebody to cater to her life and that's not the case that's not a marriage you know you just don't have somebody come in into the fold of what you're doing and not have that person disrupt your disrupt your life in any way and that's not to say that that's a bad thing i'm just saying you just can't have somebody just come in and it's like just fold in so beautifully you know that that they weren't even there that they weren't even there before you know that that's that's not how it works like this person is going to come in and things are going to change and olivia did not want to change she just wanted everything to be the same and just keep moving and that's not it she never really considered brett being a human being who has his own needs and wants so yeah all right so um dr viviana asks 
how long has it been since you've seen each other? And they don't really uh, answer. And she says, or, or how long has anybody who's like, no, who's like the first one who texted? And, um, Brett says me, well, he raises his hand. And then, um, Dr. Viviana says, uh, why did you initiate that? And then Brett says, oh, because I, you know, I wanted to know how she was, see if she was okay and to see how she was doing. And Olivia and Dr. Viviana asks, um, Dr. Viviana asks Olivia, well, how did you feel about getting that? And she said, well, indifferent and not special, just only because she sees all these like high hun and hey babe or hey you know white uh wifey cute wifey cutie texts that he would be sending and was like what is this why are you doing this now how come you didn't do this when we were together we had four months being together and all that stuff but then brett says um i would do that too during our relationship during our marriage i don't know what you were talking about and then Olivia starts going off like she's getting pissed, not going off like, ah, because she doesn't really get like that. But she gets super stern. And she was frustrated. You can clearly see she was frustrated because of the um, because she keeps saying that she doesn't know him. She doesn't know him. So uh, she doesn't feel anything towards him like anymore. And she would be mad and the and the experts asked well what about the intimacy intimacy issues and she was like yeah okay like sure that was my fault but at the same time when uh i was in the mood you would she said you would do something stupid like five minutes before and i'd be like oh why am i into this guy or something like that you know because i guess he would like <laughs> he would like look at himself or, or whatever in the mirror or something like that you know very like dude bro-ish and he was like, well, you never told me the things that I was doing to turn you off. Because I guess, you know, she was having big turnoffs or whatever. And, I mean, I guess I see it. It's not that I don't believe her, but still. It's like, come on, man, four months. So every single time that you wanted to get it on, he did something dumb for you to not want to do it anymore for four months. And you didn't have sex once come on man that's that's pretty hard to believe i'll give it to you maybe sometimes he's a little self-centered or something like that and super sarcastic which which would turn you off i mean it turned everybody off with his sarcasm because he turns it up to 11 but still every time every time and if it was every time then Brett should not be getting laid as much as he does (laughs) you know Or or at least much as he says he does that 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 doesn't compute that doesn't make any sense you know so i don't know but she was very pissed because she was saying she didn't appreciate those texts because it doesn't mean anything anymore they're insignificant and she was just mad that she couldn't get to know who he was because of this wall that he put up and he was mad obviously because of his of her strict strictness and uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. She, she, I don't know. She just feels really mad that she kept saying on and on and on and on and on that. Oh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know you. I don't know you. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. In those four months, I didn't get to know you. And you already know that I gave my whole rant about um her not trying to get to know him. All she just wanted was somebody. She kept like throughout the whole thing, she kept saying, "I've, I mean, I'm married at first sight to find my soulmate," and blah 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 blah, which is fine, which is pretty much what everybody says. But like in her, I don't know, in her sense, she means, I don't know. It sounds like she's saying, "Oh, I got on married at first sight because I wanted, I wanted somebody to follow my schedule, or something like that." She didn't want a individual. She just wanted a husband, you know. Which is what Brett said, uh, which which is what I quoted him saying. You know, she she just wanted a a figure, a caricature. She didn't want a whole human being, because this dude wanted to do other things and had other things in mind, and she would not budge. And she again, she did not get to know him 
she keeps saying, oh, I don't know you, I don't know you. Yeah, but you don't know. Yeah, but you didn't want to know him. Again, you skipped out on the movies that he wanted to watch, and you never went to his house to see where you would put your things to live in. You know, you just, all you cared about was how much, you know, how much wine you wanted to get or 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 travel and and not having kids even though i never said kids was off the table but you keep pushing kids off which means that it's not happening anytime soon which means that you don't want to have kids anytime soon which is fine but at the at the same time you everybody knows and especially you being a nurse practitioner from what i remember you know that the longer the wait, the higher the risk. And more likely, the more that you don't want to have kids. <laughs> you know, so yeah, you never said that you didn't, that kids was off the table, but you keep sh- pushing them away as if you have this long-ass laundry list of things to do before you have them. But okay, you'll be like 39, 40, and then you're going to be like, okay, I want kids now. All right, good luck having them. Good luck them coming out super healthy. No offense to anybody that, you know, had kids at those age, but you know the risks. I'm not saying, I'm not wishing anything upon your kids, wishing bad things to happen to your kids. I'm just saying those are the scientific facts that kids, it's more of a risk to have kids at an older age. That's it. That's all I'm saying. So her being, I think maybe she's 30. I don't know. I forget. I wish I really had these ages down, but still... I mean, yeah, she has time. She she's 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 got time, but still, you don't even want to even put it on the line. I mean, put it in the cards that you want to have kids. You're just like, oh, I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. Nah, just like Brett. If if for me, I want to have kids. Now again, I've said I don't know if I should have kids. I don't know if I would be responsible to have kids, but I want them. But Olivia's just like, nah, I'm good. Uh, not yet. It's all right. And that's that's not what he wants. You know, so, again, uh, I mean, I'm glad that Brett, I mean, they both kind of called it off, but Brett is the one that doubled down on it, and good good, good for him. They, they don't need to be with each other at all. So now, for me, this was the moment of truth. Karen and Miles. This is the couple that I have been waiting on. All season, you've heard me talk shit about Karen. Don't care if she ever listens to this. Everything, I'm not taking back anything that I said about her. Um, and I was waiting for this. I was biting my teeth. I mean, b- biting my teeth. What? Biting my nails. <laughs> I knew it sounded wrong when it came out. But I was biting my nails because I was like, oh, man. I don't know if, I don't know if this is, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to happen. But anyway. So Karen, you know, like again, I said that they do that overlay thing. So Karen says he prides himself on being a thoughtful. He prides himself on being thoughtful and puts others in front of himself. He can be serious, but at the same time, be super silly. And enemy, what? An energy that seems to bubble out of him and he can't control it. We get to laugh all the time and he doesn't get embarrassed about anything. See? pretty damn good qualities too bad she didn't see that at the beginning <laughs> when he was showing into when he was showing that to you a thousand th- a thousand times you know um so i i didn't i'd even write what i'd even write what karen uh, what miles said about karen because even though it's true to him it's not true to me so um but but the, my my thing is that I'm glad that he put her on blast in front of the experts and he was saying that his needs aren't being met and he doesn't know if they will be. He's just being, he's not completely clear on that yet. That's why he's been going back and forth with the whole, should he say yes or should he say no? Because again, like he said on paper, you know, she's perfect, blah, 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 whatever. But in reality, there's this um, part that's missing. And that's the intimacy. And that is his love language. He needs that. He needs words of affirmation and physical touch. And she says she's not going to do it because she's uncomfortable with doing that, you know. But at the same time, she wants, she, she, (laughs) 
she's getting mad that he's asking for something that he that she won't give give him you know to to because she doesn't want to change what who she is or something and but she's asking that of miles you know what i mean like that's the hypocrisy of it but my thing is 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 that you with i think she's asking more of miles than miles is asking of him because all he's saying is like yo give me like let me hold your hand or, or like give me a kiss or something and she gets and you know he put her on blast it's like yo you're not giving you're not giving up the wop so i might say no you know what i mean and then you can see that she's super tight about that and i was here for it <laughs> but her uh weak ass rebuttal was like oh well you know you know as a woman there needs to be an emotional connection before there's a physical one so um if there isn't that then i don't want to hold your hand or kiss you and so all my needs in the marriage have not been met you know have they been met of course not so like she tries to like do that thing that whole like women's oh, emotional whatever there hasn't been an emotional connection like shut up you know what i mean like you got got okay you got talked down to in front of the experts and you feel embarrassed as you should as you should because you weren't doing your part in trying to make this marriage smoother you know like you just you just wanted to uh be stubborn and not i don't want to say conform but compromise in um trying to make this marriage work and and i'm glad that you got called out on it in front of everybody I'm so happy for Miles that he did that because he needed to get that off his chest. I'm 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 glad. Because again, like I was trying to say before, she's asking Miles like she doesn't want to give Miles what he wants and try to like change him. But um damn. I, I I'm trying I'm trying to get this. I'm trying to get this. Hold on. I, I just find it ironic that she's not willing to change for miles but she's asking miles to change for her you know that's that's absurd so you want him to change but you're not gonna change oh i can't give him that stuff i'm uncomfortable with you know kissing and all that stuff okay but with miles you're asking a lot of him you know and you haven't even given the chance to prove himself to, because because with him he he heard your um laundry list of things you want in a man and you have not given him the chance to do those things yet you know um but at, well actually at the same time yo he fixed your car okay he's leading for some reason you don't think he's leading he fixed your car he's doing all the man shit he's cooked for you he's he's been attentive to you all that stuff but what have you done you know you still haven't done and you still haven't done what you wanted you want him to be aggressive you want him to take charge and i remember this part in uh uh the bald and the beautiful where that chick angel said that this is the same woman who wanted who wants a man to be aggressive and put her in put her in her place but at the same time when miles tried to do that with the whole sex thing like yeah we're gonna have sex on this day she got mad and she ran away to go home like a baby you know what i mean well that chick that chick angel didn't say that last part i did (laughs) you know she got so offended that she ran away she she and she stayed home for the night i mean stayed at her back at her own house for the night because she was so offended and stuff like that wait i thought you wanted somebody to put you in your place i thought you wanted somebody to tell you this is how it's gonna be oh no you you don't like that exactly so why are you asking of that why are you asking somebody to put you in your place but when they do you don't like it make please help me help make it make sense make it make sense 
Anyway. Um, oh, yeah. And then, so, of course, the experts asked, okay, so this is it. Like, uh, do you want to get married or do you want to get divorced? So, um, Karen turns to Miles and she says, oh, the one thing that I always love about you and that I will respect is your heart and how generous you are. That's a crock of shit because that's exactly the thing that she hated him about. That's the very first thing that she hated about this dude was his heart. The man wears his heart on his sleeve. So what does she see on Instagram on a wedding day? Him expressing his feelings. And she was like, oh, he's not my type. I don't know. He's in his feelings. He's so soft and blah, blah, blah. But now this is the very thing that you love about him. Get the fuck out of here. His chick, man. Ugh. Like, seriously, like, seriously, that was, like, the, that was, like, the thing that she hated about him, and now she, like, loves that shit, whatever, um, but ultimately, both of them, they say yes, they want to stay married, even though Miles knows it's gonna be an uphill battle, he's willing to, you know, go against the grain, and blah, 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 and my, and Karen is saying, oh, me too, I want to see where this goes and where it takes us blah 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 and the reason why i mean i'm still shocked even though i kind of knew that this was happening because remember a couple week a couple episodes ago i fell on some spoilers so that was one of the spoilers that kevin up uh, kevin karen and miles were uh staying together because one day i was going on youtube and for some reason those damn algorithms it showed me that Karen and Miles have a uh, YouTube channel now. And I was like, oh, I didn't want to see that. I didn't want to know that they're still together. Granted, they could have just been friends or whatever. But, like, why would you do that, if, especially if you got divorced? So I'm like, man, they're freaking together. This sucks. You know, so I was, I was, so, I don't know, maybe it was like five or six episodes back. So while I was watching the episodes and recapping them for you, in my head, I'm like, why did this man say yes to her? Why? 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 I don't get it. Why? <laughs> it was the worst. I was like, come on, man. You can't. You can't be serious. You can't be serious. Um, but he is, and I mean, well, they are, and I hate it. <laughs> you know. Um. I, to, to, I mean, seriously, to tell you the truth, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I believe that Karen and Miles should have taken the Olivia and Brett route and just divorced because I really don't see any of them wavering to the demands that the other wanted. I, I believe that uh, I believe that Miles is never going to get what he's craving for from Karen because, for one, she can't do it. She physically can't do it. She's uncomfortable doing that for him. Not necessarily. You know what? See, I was going to say, because I said before in the last episode that maybe like her parents didn't like her and stuff like that, um, which is why she um, has a hard time expressing herself um, in that in that manner. But at the same time, she did say that she didn't have an emotional connection to Miles, so that's why she didn't do that. So, ergo, she needs to have an emotional connection with somebody, then she'd be more willing to do that stuff. So, probably she needs, again, she needs more of a man and stuff like that. So, she's never going to see Miles in that manner. She's always going to see him as little bro, little homie, little buddy, just like she was clowning him throughout the entire marriage. So... She's never going to see him as a man, ever. Every day, it's going to be a new thing that she wants to bring up about his, uh, whatever, his, you know, um, what would you call his uh, masculinity and all that stuff. I, I just see it. It's it's it's, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Um, and I don't know why he wants to continue that and constantly get berated even jokingly, you know, it, it, it's going to get annoying. Um, he's already, he's already annoyed by it. I remember when he was talking with his friend, um, he, he was talking with his friend 
you know, on the last day, the day, um, I don't know if it was the day before decision day or whatever, but I said in the last episode where, um, he, she keeps reminding him that he's so emotional and he said, that gets me so pissed all the time. Yes. Yes, it does. I, I know it does. I, yeah, to, to be reminded that you are never enough and not even never enough, but you're not what I want. Or even worse, you're not my first choice. You know what I mean? Because remember, Miles is not her first choice. Granted, not to say that she would have had another choice because of just how the way the show works, but she didn't want Miles. She saw prior to who he was, saw his Instagram and said, oh man, you're uh, uh, you're so emotional and he's too in touch with his feelings. It throws me off. And all that stuff. Yeah, you're used to stoic dudes who don't say shit to you and don't give a shit about you, clearly, because of that last boyfriend that you had, you know? So, I mean, I don't know. I, I, uh, I really I really don't think that this couple should be together, and I know that's hard to say because I always fight for love, even with couples, even with people in my real life who are going through some real hard times in their marriage. I'm like, man, I hear everything that you're saying and maybe you should get a divorce, but at the same time, I want you to exercise every avenue to make that thing better, to make it better. But with this, nah, bro. This this is just prolonging. Them being married is just prolonging. Uh, um, I'm sorry, them uh, saying yes to each other on decision day is just prolonging the inevitable. Uh, I feel that they need to break up and just find other people. She's she's never going to think of Miles as a man, like ever. And based on how Karen perceives herself, saying that she never grew up being emotive um, and expressive, and that's exactly what Miles needs. She's then she's never going to change. She's never going to be that person for him. And and that's even a backfire, too, because she, you know, she thinks that he's such a he's so emotive. Then that means that he's soft. Well, to her. that he's a soft dude. So it's like you're you're batting a thousand, man. I mean, like, no, (laughs) it's 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 not going to be good. It's not going to be good. I, they need to get a divorce. I'm sorry. It's not going to work out for them. All right. So anyway, uh, moving on. We get to Henry and Christina. So, man, woo, this one was a crazy one because Henry was like, okay, this is like my last shot. Well, obviously before the reunion show, but he was like i need to get all this stuff out of my uh, out of my chest and let the experts know so again the expert i mean henry could not let the gay thing go not to say that he should have i'm just saying like it, it's been a thorn on his side so he finally told the experts hey listen um she told me that she received a gay joke um, a gay joke what that she received um a rumor saying that henry was having an affair with a male person that she knew and Christina then thought that uh Henry was gay and Henry is not and he's been fighting that ever since he found out and he was like okay well show me the text and she doesn't want to show him the text because maybe it disappeared or something or whatever but she was saying oh I don't think you're gay I I, I don't think you're gay like if the, if that's what you want to be then that's fine and then Pastor Cal's like, wait, you can't say that he's not gay and then also say that, hey, if that's what he wants to be, then then that's fine. It's either one or the other. What, what do you believe, Christina, you know? And, yeah, she, she does not, well, I mean, no one likes being cornered, but she was definitely cornered in that moment because we were just trying to figure out, Christina, what's your deal? Why do you keep doing these things? Why do you keep making these massive lies and all this stuff and i'm glad that henry finally stood up for himself and he didn't do it in a malicious way he was just he just wanted to call it out like it is and expose christina which is exactly what he he did 
and they both agree that like yeah it, it this isn't going to be good for each other and we should um us being together is going to stop us from finding the real people that we're supposed to be with you know like so i'm 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 glad that they they did that 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 that's good that's good i'm i'm i'm, I'm glad for that so the last couple is uh woody and amani and um so uh they of course they're on the i was gonna say table they're on the uh, couch and they're both asked what love is and woody says love is he you know he thought that love was marriage and all that stuff and kids and picket fence but he's like no love is consistency stability and he used to think that he used to think that love is a person place or thing but no it's it, it, it's it's consistency and stability it, you know it's the small things and i'm glad that he i'm glad that he figured that out and everyone's everyone's just admired by woody's words they start crying like dr viviana starts crying and then pastor cal starts crying and then amani starts crying um yeah so it was it was it was good and then of course um woody and amani well no woody says yes i would love to stay married and then amani drops a shocker and she's like well i want to get a divorce and i'm like whoa what are you kidding me she said that and then she was like nah i'm playing <laughs> and then i was like because she called me for like two seconds but then she's like, no, 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 I'm playing. Like, th- this is for real. So I was glad about that. And so, uh, so they, so the couple, all the couples meet for the last time. I don't know, maybe like a, uh, maybe like the next day, just to say good to, goodbye to each other. And um, everybody's figuring out, okay, who stayed together, who didn't. So I believe, uh, yeah. So Amelia asks uh, Brett, what was your favorite part? of um what was your favorite part of the whole experience considering that you didn't that you chose divorce and he says that uh he 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 was glad that he put himself out there and he was glad that he put himself out of his comfort zone and routine and then olivia says whoa that's the most that i've ever heard you express yourself and he says well that's why you gotta ask questions and then Amani is startled. She's like, "Well, what kind of questions does she need to ha- does she need to ask?" And then Brett says, "The good ones, <laughs> you know." And she's like, "See, that's why I got divorced because she's like she's so pissed because of his sarcasm." But there's truth in it. I mean, because her her questions were very self centered. It wasn't about him. I mean, it, it was the questions were towards him but not about him, if that makes sense. Because all, not all the questions, but a lot of her questions had to deal with what he felt about her. You know, like, oh, um, what was it? Because there, there came a point where she asked, she was asking so many questions and he was like, man, you are really insecure because she was like, oh, do you, do you want to, it was when they were uh, having like brunch or something like that. I think it was, maybe a little bit before their one year i'm one year uh one month anniversary uh yeah one month anniversary and she was saying um well do do you want to be married do you want to stay married and he's like i've specifically said like three times already that yes i want to be married man you are insecure and she felt a way about that and it's like why (laughs) why do you feel why do you feel offended by that because that's annoying i've i've told you three times your i've told you three times in three different ways that yes i want to stay married and i like you but you keep harassing me to maybe say it in a way that in a way or in a tone that you want again she, she wants things done her way she doesn't accept brett for who he is and that's was that was a lot of her questions too. She's never yeah, she's never really asked like that question. What was your favorite part of the thing? You know, um or maybe she did. Maybe she did on like those trips or whatever. But I don't know, they were very surface level. They weren't never really got into depth and and mainly it was just talking about 
her and like she tried to she she did try her best but they're very like uh, I don't know like a like a almost like a therapist asking you questions so how's your life how's it going how's this how's this how do you feel this relationship is going you know things saying it in that manner as if he is the problem i know you're trying to get information from him but the way it was being said was very um almost i'm right you're wrong and i want you to see how wrong you are by talking out your problems <laughs> you know that's why i would love when she would say, oh, man, yeah, we need to talk to Pastor Cal or whatever. And he's like, all right, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. She's like, yeah, but I want you to want to talk to Pastor Cal. And he's like, well, I, I don't have, I'm not the one with the problem. <laughs> he's like, I'm very secure in myself with what I want and what I want to do. You know, and then she would always give that Olivia, not side eye look, but just the look away look, just like the, uh, <laughs> you know. Again, she was she was never going to. She was never. Oh, I mean, they were both stubborn. Let let's let's be clear. They're both stubborn, but at the same time, she she was not looking for. I mean, she's looking for a husband, but she wasn't looking for an individual to live with. She she just wanted him to conform to whatever life she had, and then just keep going. So I I I am really glad that that relationship is over. Yeah. All right. So next couple is Henry and Christina. And Henry just laid it out on the line and just freaking let Christina have it. Essentially, well, no, she didn't. He didn't let her have it. Like in that sense, it was more so that she wasn't. She wanted to. He wanted to expose Christina in front of the experts to show what he's been dealing with. You know, uh, uh, Christina all season has been shouting out to production oh he can't do anything blah 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 he's he's the worst and all this all this stuff but um henry's like oh word this this is what it's going to be like okay cool and he gave her the business business and he told her about the um the gay rumor that she received from the text and she thought she thought that he was gay and she ran with it pretty much and then, but she was saying, "Oh, no, I, I didn't think you were gay. I, what do you mean? I, I, no, I, I didn't think that at all." And the experts are like, "Well, what is it, Christina? Which one is it?" Because she said, "Well, I mean, if you are that, it's okay. I, I don't judge." And it's like, Christina, you can't say he's not gay, and then to say, oh, "Well, if he is, then I'm not gonna judge." He's telling you that he's not gay. <laughs> that should be the end of the story. But you're very adamant about it. And she said, oh, it was from a free text number and somebody sent it to me. Granted, I think Christina's lying. But at the same time, that'd be really effed up if the if production put that little thing in to spice their storyline up. You know, I wouldn't put it past them. But because that, that was probably the same person who gave uh, the information to Karen about Miles to try to spice it up. But then again, who who's to say that she would have reacted in the way that she did if it wasn't truly by accident? Because let's say she got that information and was like, ooh, I like this guy. Mm, I'm freaking, um, yeah, I can't wait to meet this guy, you know, down the aisle. So there's that. So, uh, yeah, I, I've never been Team Christina. You can go back to the beginning of this podcast to see and verify <laughs> but yeah he, he yeah he let her have it so I'm, I'm very glad for that very glad um so let's see oh and of course yeah they they said that they're divorcing because uh what's it called they're divorcing because um they don't want to stop they don't want to stop uh they don't want to they don't want to stay together and have each other prevent them finding the real person for them. And I commend that to them. That's 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 good. That 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 is a good mantra to have. 
That's good because it, it, it's good to recognize when it's not going to work. It hurts. It really does. Again, I've been there with my ex-fiance. My ex-fiance did the same thing. You know, she I gave her a ring three months. Three months. She said yes. Three months later, she said no and gave it back to me because she didn't think that we were going to have a future. And she didn't want to prevent us from finding the right person with who we should be with. And and look what happened. She is in a very loving relationship with her husband and her puppy. And she's good. You know, a puppy that she's always wanted. With a man that she's always wanted. That she has always prayed for. There you go. Boom. She's happy. So it works. You know, what, what, what can I say? But so the last couple is Woody and Amani. And Woody has said that, you know, love is consistency and stability because they asked they asked both of them what what they feel love is about. And Woody used to think that it love was a person, place or thing, you know, very physical but he said, like, no, love is consistency and stability. And he, he goes on and on about, like, this lovey-dovey stuff. And everybody's bawling. Pastor Cal's bawling. Dr. Viviana loses it. Uh, Dr. Pepper's crying. And Imani, Imani's trying to not to cry, but she eventually does. <laughs> and then they both say there's they stay together at the end as, as much as uh, – we we thought that they would. They're a great couple. Uh, uh, Woody and Amani are probably the well. Amelia and Bennett, I believe, are the probably the perfect matched couple. But um, Woody and Amani look like this is what the show was made for. If that makes any sense, I mean, so does Amelia and Bennett. But Woody and Amani just ooze out love and what can be possible you know and i don't know how many couples there have been in married at first sight but it's going to be hard to replicate what woody and amani have and also amelia and bennett too i mean there have been matches before obviously but like to get it like woody and amani that's going to be hard but i'm glad that people have seen it it looks great it looks awesome and I hope they have a very budding relationship. And it sucks. That, oh, no, it doesn't suck. I was about to say it sucks that Miles and Karen didn't make it, but they did because uh, Woody and Miles are best friends. So, But they did make it, too, and they're probably going to have a whole bunch of uh, double dates and stuff. Again, pro- prolonging the inevitable because Woody and Imani are going to shit all over Miles and Karen about how they are. You're going to see Woody and Imani kissing and all that stuff. And then Karen ain't going to do shit. She's just going to sit there with her bean sprout salad and still eat while Miles is like, damn, man. Yo, damn. How come Woody got to freaking show off like that? Kissing his wife like that in front of me. And Miles, I mean, Karen doesn't want to do nothing. Damn, man. Yo, yo what I got to do? Yo, I make breakfast for this chick. I make lunch for this chick. I make dinner for this chick. And she don't do nothing. All she wants to do is just sit on her laptop and do nothing. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So all those freaking dinner dates, yeah, they'll, they'll be cute for the first couple months. But, again, just prolonging the inevitable. I, I really think that they're not going to last. And they should cut their ties as soon as they can. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm sorry that sounds cruel, but hey, truth hurts. Okay, so anyway, um, so Amelia at the end, um, she asks, uh, oh yeah, I, th- I think I did all this stuff, but yeah, he says, um, Amelia asks Brett, uh, to put yourself out there. And all that good stuff. I mean, Amelia asked, what was the best part of the experience? And Brett says, oh, putting himself out there and uh, getting him out of his comfort zone and um, getting him out of his comfort zone and routine. 
because everybody is meeting each other for the last time, like the day after, to say goodbye to everybody because the experiment's finally over. And then he and Olivia's like, "Wow, that's the most that I've ever heard you express yourself." And he says, "Well, you know, you have to ask good. You have to have, you have to ask questions." And um and Amani's says, "Well, um, what kind of questions does she need to ask?" And he says, "The good ones." Because again, yeah, she doesn't ask. She doesn't ask questions. She has like crap questions, and she's like, "Yep, yeah, that's why I that's why I divorced him because she didn't like that sarcastic answer." But whatever, you know, so you freaking ask him questions. You know that that's all you got to do. But anyway, I mean, the so after they do all that, they they um decorate Amelia and Bennett's car because Amelia is. Well, they're both going to Virginia, and they're going to start their life together. Because remember, that's where her residency is. So she's out. She's out of here. They're gone. Everybody says goodbye, waves goodbye, and then boom, that's it. That is it. That is the end of the season. And thank you so much for um, listening, you know, and, and, and going by. I mean, thank you so much for listening and listening to me rant about all these people. But also... Um, I mean, well, the season is over, yes, but we have one more episode. It's the grand finale. I mean, it's the reunion, and we're gonna see what these people have to talk about. You know, is any is it, did anybody stay together? Did people who were apart did they come together again? You know, all 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 that all that ruckus. You know, and then and then we're gonna start the uh, next season. You know, it's 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 gonna be good. I mean, again, like I said, it's already it's already going. Um, super late. I'm three episodes behind, but don't care. We're just gonna keep trucking, okay? So, of course, before I leave, this is I believe card number nine. Let's 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 check it out. Let's check it out. Let's check what what card this is. All right. Yes, we are using card number nine. All right. All right, so let's see. Let's see what it's about. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. Oh, again, talking about the and, uh, sorry, the Skin Deep's uh, card game, which is the and self edition, self aware edition. All right, so this is card number nine. Let's see what it says. What do I need to learn right now? What do I need to learn right now? Actually, that's pretty interesting. Because I need to learn about stocks, okay? Because, all right, so I listen to the Joe Button podcast, okay? And recently they had they had a guest on there talking about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and all that stuff. And it was very it was a very interesting conversation. I really liked it a lot. And I want to know all about it now <laughs> because I'm really into it now. And but the the thing is. You know, I'm I'm getting older. I'm not making the money that I would like, and so I'm gonna. So I need, you know, just another stream of uh, income, and I th- believe stocks would be the best thing. Now, again, you would think that at being my age, forty, if you guys are for listening, uh, first listening, you would think that I already know about that and all that good stuff. I don't. You know, I I don't know about stocks. And matter of fact, I was highly against stocks before this information came to me is because I, and it was so weird because I had this uh, imagined scenario but what I was thinking was that I didn't like the fact that let's say if I had a successful company and it went publicly traded that people would be able to um, gain money without like oh let let me let me put it this way so let's say i have a small ass company and i build it from the ground up and then i get you know i just raise money well not raise money but you know i I just get the money to make it bigger 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 and people are looking into it they're they're buying the product or they're getting involved in all that good stuff and i become like this massive success through blood sweat and tears and then i public i publicly trade my company and now people are making money without doing anything you know without without chipping in you know, like they never worked for me but now they're getting 
as much money as I am making and I'm the one who started it and all that stuff. You know what I mean? So I always felt wrong. I always felt weirded out by people who don't work for me making money off of me. You know, but then I was watching this thing with the stocks and investments. And investments is a because I know because me, I was like, I'll, I'll never invest. I'll never do that. I want to I want to every penny that I get is from me, you know, and all that stuff. But then I was reading. I mean, not reading. I was listening to this guy and I'm like, man, maybe. OK, so investing is a it's the lifeblood of not even the industry of like the world. You you need to invest or like your money will depreciate. You can't save it because your money won't your money won't uh uh hold its value for that long and and i've actually lived that i remember i think my parents got me like some bonds or something like that when i was three and they told me like i don't know they didn't tell me obviously because i was three but they held it for that like a really long time maybe like for 30 years so i'm thinking i'm gonna about to get some money when i uh um cashed them out and they were i don't know it was probably like I don't know, five hundred dollars or something like that, and and I mean, five hundred dollars at least for me is is, is not is nothing to sneeze at, but I was like, I thought I was gonna get like thousands of dollars, and I was like, how did this even happen? I've been saving. This has been saved for for thirty years, and I'm only getting five hundred dollars. What is going on? So, yeah, so I just started learning about this stuff and. I want to learn more. I want to learn about, um, let's go. I want to learn about, well, not everything, but how stocks work. I want to know what apps to use and all that stuff because I need to start to start today and study cryptocurrency. I want to know about that stuff. But even though I, I have seen other, uh, um, I've seen other, uh, websites, not websites, uh, videos saying to not buy into cryptocurrency. So I'm going to watch those too. Again, uh, the one that I'm referring to in my head is from a medi- mediocre tutorials and reviews. You can go watch him to watch a whole bunch of things pertaining to getting yourself right, getting getting yourself right, not necessarily for a woman, but just for you to be an adult and to live on your own. But he definitely talks about things from the manosphere aspect of YouTube. You know, you know, talking about how women can do men dirty and their uh, some of their uh, um, uh, far-reaching demands and requests for a man and and, and all that stuff. He he has some good things. He, he's a, he's a reaction. Uh, he's a reaction channel. So he does reactions on topics of those of that nature. So um, he's, he's very good. And again, I, I would love to have him on the show, but I just need to figure out what I would talk about, <laughs> you know. But anyway, um, yeah, so that that's what I would that's what I would want to learn right now. Uh, it's about all that because I need to get going again. 2021, I know everybody says, oh, it's their year or whatever, but I really want 2021. I believe is going to be the seeds of change and it needs to start now. So I, I would love to get that going. All right. So there's that, you know, that, that, that's what I want to learn. All right. So that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the inquisitive nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital services providers, such as Google podcasts, Podbeam, Spotify, Amazon music, audible, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is Tink Pod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can either call 845-393-1863 and leave a voicemail or email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. That is TinkPodcast at gmail.com. And I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So, after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.